Live from the 69th draft pick of the Super Draft 2 by the team that got the record 69 points last season, it's not quite the 269th Vocal Minority Podcast. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Vocal Minority Podcast. The podcast that is, well, we're a bit sad that the Panini dream is over. On this week's show, we look at the super draft and all the super things that happened, Mm -hmm. catch up on some MLS stuff, talk TFC2, and hey, welcome the players back. And now to this week's panel. He's back from vacation land and all rested for the new season. It's Mark Hinckley. Nice. He's getting ready to go on vacation and is only half paying attention. It's Duncan Fletcher. Who knew? What? Joining us for the first time yeah. this year, it's VMP Super Sub from MLSsoccer.com backslash legitimate media underscore TFC Tildy. Welcome to James Grassi. Nice. Got the Tildy back. Sweet. Yeah. It's a new year. That's my signature move. Yeah. Uh, as for Tony, he's very busy canceling our massive Panini sticker order, so... <sighs> We can't be here today. I was really looking forward to collecting all those other countries that nobody wants. Yeah, I know. I know, me too. Who wouldn't want, you know, just I, the whole world of, you need it, got it, whatever, da, da, da. Everyone's going to want to give up their Armando Cooper sticker. Maybe not in Toronto per se, but sort of worldwide. Yeah. You, could, you could you could swap all sorts of shit for Armando Cooper stickers. Absolutely. You could you know paper the entire VMP studios with Armando Cooper stickers very easily. Do you not remember how long it took me to get a Julio Cesar sticker? Like I had to trade some kid in Starbucks for it. I'm not even kidding on that. I totally did, and I had because I had some in my pocket, which is sad because we used to sell them, and he had them, but his parents were there, and I said, "Do you mind if I?" If he and I do some trading and they're like, okay, crazy lady. But he had the Julio Cesar TFC Panini sticker, which is in my book. I'll give you these all. The stack Pretty of much, yeah. stickers. How many do you need? How many, what do you need? What do you need? Anyway, as for me. Selling 20 bucks. <laughs> no, he was pretty chill about oh, that's it. That's good. Um, I am thanking everyone who let me know about various supporter group gatherings with trophies and things this weekend that I could not attend due to work. Um, so I'm still on the quest for the treble for me. Where was our gathering? I was with the clearly trophy? didn't get my spam. Yeah. You were on vacation and uh-huh. um, you mm. were at a VIP movie. Yeah, that's it. I thought Bill was supposed to be our friend. <laughs> yeah, mm. Bill. Mm. Um, and I'm also wishing mm. uh, Vasquez a belated mm. birthday because it was his birthday. Feliz cumpleaños. Indeed. I am your host, Kristen Knowles. And now to our show. Hey now, hey. So first up on the show, <laughs> solid segue is the super draft. So super, yeah. Super draft was super as always, and everyone seemed to be having a super time, except for maybe Don Garber, who was less than pleased with various supporter groups in attendance, who kept chanting "Save the crew" <laughs> when teams were on the clock and during breaks in the in the draft. So unhappy was he that he threatened to toss them if they didn't stop. I, Suck it, Don. 
Not very super. I feel like I saw on Twitter that it was Mark Abbott threatening to toss them, and Don Garber was the one saying, no, 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 as long as they don't swear, it's all fine. Oh, I heard it was, you know, chain of command. Probably. You know, Don can look magnanimous because he's mm. not actually the one going over to them, but regardless. I mean, what else does a VP do? Mm. MLS should be used to supporter groups chanting various things at these things. They do every year. And this should this should have come to no surprise <laughs> that this was the chant of choice. I'm just, I'm just surprised that a supporters group would want to go to this fucking thing. They always do. I'm surprised anybody would want to go to this fucking thing. Oh, back in the day, I felt excited about it. Like when if it was when, here, when, when, I would when Toronto go. was terrible, and yes. and it's like this. He has to be better than what we got. <laughs> this no, no, is no. the if chance. If the super draft was in Toronto, I would totally go. I would book that day off work and try and get my way in. Uh, I would go just to keep chanting "Save the crew." To be honest, <laughs> but otherwise. Anyway, so the draft for us is a little less exciting these days, you know, especially when you pick solo down the down the order and you have a pretty good team. You're just really looking for, you know, little holes to fill or players to develop potentially or, you know, TFC2 players, whatever. Um, but before we talk about who TFC took, did anybody, quote unquote, win the draft? Does anyone ever I know. People win always ask. The draft? Kevin Who Payne won, the, won draft? the draft? Well, we won the offseason many years in a row. So I mean, I can't even begin to care about the NCAA. So, and, <laughs> and worse yet, I don't even know where to start to scout the bloody thing because you got so many teams and so many conferences that rarely cross over one another. So you're just kind of like, well, he's the best in mid-America. Who did they play? Nobody? Yes. Oh, well, Ooh, then he must be amazing. All-Atlantic first team. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. How many mm. How many all-something conference first and second teams are there? That's that's your entire draft pool anyway. Pretty much. So, um, yeah, so uh, we'll know who won in about three seasons, I figure. I will say Montreal won by selling off all of their picks. I was going to say, you know, bold move. Yes. Bold move, Cotton. Let's Fair. see how it works out for mm. them. Fair. I did think it was particularly telling that the two biggest stories to come out of the draft were the signing of Barco by Atlanta and the trade from Chicago to Philadelphia of yeah, David Ackham. exactly, which had mm-hmm. nothing to do with the draft itself, but those were the stories of the day. So, um, yeah, you know, you sort of look at what teams did. And again, I don't know who most of these players are. You know, looking for certain names that we were enjoying, you know. I did like that, that annual Eric- tradition of... Who's got the best name in the draft? Well, Eric Dick. It was a pretty solid I love that he's Dick a goalkeeper. Because he can be a dick about it. And I love that. It makes me so happy. That guy's a real dick in net. Yeah, he is. He's a real Eric Dick. Just makes me happy. So I hope I hope SKC actually... Oh, perfect. He went to the dicks. That's exactly. fantastic. It if all they could comes only together. play a dick sporting good part. It that all, would just be the perfect SKC, who I hate, at Dick sporting good park with dicks. Dick and Ned. I just, yeah. I I would feel so warm and fuzzy about that. You have no idea. It's good times. It's good times. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see where anybody else that we were, whose names we were enjoying went, but someone, the wild guy went somewhere, right? Sure. I think he was an international, so I think he was dropping a little bit. Wasn't he the German? Or one of the Germans. Oh, he's he he was one of the, the yeah he's one of the six gazillion internationals that Atlanta picked up. Yeah. I don't know how they have space for all these internationals, but then again, MLS has the weird trade your international slots away rule. 
I think my favorite thing was looking through um, the later Damn rounds before for... <laughs> before the picks happened and seeing uh, draft picks that had been acquired and traded away as early as 2015. And I was like, okay, good for you for thinking way ahead. I don't know. It's so bizarre to see that. Like, one's acquired last year, I get, maybe even the year before. But we start going back three, four years, and I'm like, really, guys? All you right. got to use every resource at your disposal in this. I game. guess. I guess. That's what smart managers do to win ball games, Kristen. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Clearly, this is why I never Playing went into the percentages. All right, so TFC did indeed uh, grab some players. Tim Kubel. I know. The Tim Kubel. Okay, Kubel. From Borussia Dortmund. And Schalke. And Schalke. Wow. Oh, hilarious that my phone also popped up. I know. And did mine? No, mine. No, but your, mine's too far away. your, your, your Google Home device is but, now yeah. freaking out. I mean, everything's just imagine saying. what Jürgen Klopp has it taught this guy. It should be responding to your voice is the problem. Yeah, I know. Klopp got a mention at today's press conference. You'd be happy oh. to know. Oh, That's do good. tell. Because of his influence on uh, Kubel and uh, you know, everything that's going to happen with TFC going forward. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. All right. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about young Kubel. Well, we got our we got our first chance to speak with him today. He's not that. He's, he's like twenty four. Yeah. He's Can not you really be calling anyone twenty four? Oh, in the prime young? of his football career. Sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's still pretty young in my books. Um, he seemed a very confident young I mean, man. Life, sure. But, you know, <laughs> football, no. He had a very good attitude, and you know, sometimes the first time you get to speak with these younger guys, you're never quite Fair. certain how they're how they're going to uh, handle being up there in front of the cameras. And he held himself well. Um, I heard Liam Fraser just swore when he first. Uh, there may have been used. there may have been a little bit of a shock upon walking in behind the curtain and seeing all of the cameras and all of us uh, lovely media types sitting there waiting for him. Uh, but Tim, uh, he was interesting. He described himself sort of as a, a really high-energy player who, who likes to close people down, likes to press, likes to run his run himself into the ground, you know. That was, um, speaking of Klopp, that was something that he sort of picked up at Dortmund, and he, he thought of it as sort of a German trait these days in modern football. Mm-hmm. Greg, in particular, pointed out how... Uh, when you're bringing in these guys from the draft, you're never quite certain how they're going to settle into the professional environment. And so the fact that that he had had this experience of being at Dortmund and being at Schalke and being around professional football was something that they thought would serve him well. And, you know, given the fact that right back, if you were to look at the squad as it is right now, and right back is probably one of the spaces where they need the most help, then I'd Shocking. say, based off of speaking to him for five minutes, that he's got a good chance of making the team. So he is actually a right back. He is a he right back. He is a Actually, right back. Actually, he began as a striker and then stopped growing. Uh, and it was decided he should move to right wing. And then he shrunk. And <laughs> I'm just just based on the project. Yeah, you know, what what you've projected with his height being a factor. Uh, and then the right back got injured at the Dortmund Academy, and mm-hmm. and he got a chance to play at right back, and Klopp saw him there and said that that would be his position, that was the position for him. So that's the trend, the transition from striker to right back and how Klopp figures in. All okay. right, excellent. Uh, Drew Shepard. Yes, I know, that Drew Shepard. Right. Um, the Drew Shepard? 
goalkeeper Drew Shepard. Uh, sure. Oh. Soon to be. <laughs> Should have said that. Should have led me. I know. I'm sorry. Soon mm. to be TFC two. Could have been a- goalkeeper <laughs> Drew Shepard. <laughs> you said it. I mean. I think he, like like Kubel, has a decent chance of making the team. You know, we learned today that Mark Pace won't be back as that third string keeper. No! Um, yeah, Pace was a, he was a really nice guy. So uh, you always hate to see these guys move on, but that's sort of the nature of the beast. Um, I look forward to Bono getting injured and then, uh, you know, Shepard coming in and then, oh, Shepard's number one now and... Shepherding Bono out of the picture. Oh, that's that's tradition as far as yeah. goalkeeper. goalkeeper yeah, in TFC land, yeah, absolutely. Well, you never know with goalkeepers coming out of college. Like, if there's one position that the U.S. tends to produce a lot of decent quality at, even if they haven't quite hit the same mark as they used to back in the day, it's goalkeeper, and so. Shepherd there's, there's confirmed so by James that they can't ah. even make it into football, and then they have to go off and play pointy ball. This is very true. That's true. Lumbo. And then Super Draft Part Two, the Super Ring, uh, was mm. on Sunday afternoon via teleconference. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, burn. <laughs> TFC again picked up two more players, two defenders, more defenders. Were the supporters allowed to join the teleconference? I I didn't hear. There was some chanting in the background of one or two of the lines, yeah. So Ben White. He's a left back. Sure. Mm. No, it's not Mm. not catchy. Left-footed left back. Oh, all right. Catchy. To start it off, it sounded as if you were going to say Benoit something or other. No, no, but this team always has to have a Ben, so Mm. apparently this is... It's a requirement. (laughs) And then... uh, Is is, is he big? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, there'll be two Bens. There'll be the Battle of the Bens. Well, we'll see if Spencer makes it. So he'll, he'll be Little Ben? Training. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Sorted. Little nice. Ben, Big Ben. Excellent mm-hmm. nicknames. Yeah. And then Andre Morrison. Original. Uh, Greg sort of mentioned today that these two guys were looking more likely to be prospects for TFC2 than for the first team, just given the, the depth that the team has at the back. But, uh, you know, you you could never, you know, it always sort of blows my mind when a team goes into the draft and decides to pass. Like, you don't have to sign these guys to a contract. Drafting them is just a chance to bring them in and have a look at them throughout the preseason. So why you would pass that up doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, Vanny was particularly impressed with Morrison. He said he, he thought he was one of the better performers during the combine. Take that for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he liked that he was a big, strong body, and, and he pointed out specifically that what he looks for in a defender is sort of somebody who knows where their strengths are and where their weaknesses are and plays towards their strengths and so being a big strong boy Vanny liked that that Morrison sort of used that to his advantage and was cautious about where the offside line was and and was careful not to get beat by some of these smaller faster forwards so you know we'll get a good look at him I, I barring the unforeseen I see no reason why if you if you drafted the guy and you like him enough to keep him around that they wouldn't be with two for this year. And, you know, we've seen this this in the past where guys come in and they don't really have a spot in the first team and you, you keep them in two for a little while, see what they look like, develop them, see what they can be with a little bit of professional training and go from there. Mm-hmm. All right. Huzzah. Welcome aboard, boys. Mm-hmm. So as uh, James mentioned... <coughs> There was other excitement happening on draft day. Uh, David Akam 
now of the Philadelphia unions. Of the Philadelphia accounts. Exactly. Yes. Oh. Indeed. Mm. A little surprising there, but... uh, Summer in Chester, are we? Yes. (laughs) So lovely there. God, no. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) But it's right along the Riviera, which is whatever that river is. The trade that Mark seems to be incredibly upset about, uh, Ola Kamara and uh, Zardes. You guys have headphones. You heard that. You heard the Spanish. I don't exactly know what you're talking about, Mark. He has... I don't know what it is. I think I'm glad that he's in the Western Conference because we'll probably talk about him less and Mark will not have like this reaction. Anyway, so Zardes is now... Fake Kamara. With uh, Fake Kamara's with uh, LA. Sorry, Galaxy. And uh, Zardes is with the crew. But I figure both Kamara's have to be in the same conference. So this was really inevitable. Has to be Kamara v. Kamara. Mm. More chances for the, the Kamara ha- rivalry. Hasun Kamara retired so there was that's true yes that's true um and then on camera i haven't seen him since portsmouth who knows what he's up to he's got to be coming to mls anytime soon you'd think (laughs) in fifa i've decided i'm gonna try and get a team of camaras yeah they'll be all right there's one there was one on dundee one is camera is Kamara. What? Is Kamara. They're a slightly different pronunciation. Yeah, it's, like, it's enough. It's enough. With a C or with a K. <laughs> we will take them. Either way. Um, James with the with the sing song. Improv. Yeah. It's good. It's uh-huh. good. Um, and then, of course, uh, the big, I guess, the big news. Atlanta United... Oh, did they do something? Yes, apparently. Apparently they've done something that, like... That's what I want to know. No other team has ever done before and thereby shown that they are, again, they are a different team than every other team in MLS. They they signed a player from South America. Oh, my God! I I always thought that MLS did not do enough scouting down in South America. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I see Mm -hmm. that. Especially Argentina. I feel like they've really overlooked that market. They, did they even play down there? Is, it, is that a thing? I think they, I they have a couple of seasons pa- every year. Pablo Vitti. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Argentinos Juniors, I believe. Yeah. Uh-huh. Scored a goal in a pink shirt. And there's yes. Le- and there's Lesser Iguin. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Iguin, as, 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 you know, as pronounced up here. Um, Who had some things to say this week. What's that? <laughs> he had some things to say this week. To you? What did he say? No, no, no. Oh. He was, uh, I'm, I'm sort of speaking out of turn here. I don't quite know exactly what he said, but I saw a little bit of hubbub about, he was speaking about Columbus and the possibility of them moving. The oh, yeah, moving. no, I did yeah. see something about that, yeah. yeah. He's looking forward to playing in Austin. <laughs> it's closer to home. True. Yeah. No, he did not say that. I should be very clear. <laughs> we all know how Tevez felt about being closer to home. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so um, Atlanta United have signed uh, Ezekiel Barco from Independiente. Mm. And this is, you know, yes, you know what? It's a big deal in that this is a a player, up-and-coming player, you know, again, catching a player in their prime. Um, I think, you know, we'll see, you know, you can't know until they get here, right? Um, What the... Transition will be. Can you do it on a cold Tuesday night in New England? Exactly. Mm, exactly. On the on the carpet. Yeah. yeah. 
Eh. I doubt it. No, but I do. I do find the. I do find the, the level of enthusiasm. Ah! Yeah, there is some enthusiasm. Some enthusiasm. A little bit. A little. Just a little bit. It's like it. It literally is, like this is like they're just like oh my god. Who like it's like it's like it's like a messiah is coming yeah. to MLS or something suddenly and you know Atlanta United is like the manger or whatever like I, I I'm trying to come up with really horrible analogies here but being not religious I'm bad at this shit um, but it is a little crazy and like uh, I, again I he seems like a very good player I'm excited to get to watch him um, and they better hope he sticks around because apparently Miguel Amaron is intending to be, you know, fucking off to Europe halfway through the season. So, mm-hmm. according to comments he made in an interview recently. So, they need another good player. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's the game. I get, know, get I know. That's his... Uh, Sell them on. I gave them a couple yeah. months notice, which, you know, will be helpful. Yeah, you know, that's, nice. that's nice of him, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know, summer transfer window. He'll, he... I wonder if he's aware of those option years. Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Has yeah, he been no, looking into any opportunities really in tricky. Turkey by chance? I don't know. Come to Besiktas. Mm-hmm. Come to Olympiacos. <laughs> Fun fact about uh, the Baco, that's, that's the sound South American dogs make. <laughs> if you ever read a, a comic that's been yeah. like, kind of basically you know, written in... South American, Spanish, whatever, and there's a dog there and it's barking, whatever, it'll come up, Baco. Yeah, I always would have thought that those sort of animal sounds would just... Universal? Yeah. No. Uh, Baco. Do dogs actually bark O there? Oh, like, for sure, yeah. yeah. It's a weird habit. I wonder yeah. where they picked that up. Indeed. Yeah. What about the female dogs? Is that a bark No? Ooh, I see what you're doing. Mm. That's a good question. We need to know these things. Strong linguistics questions. Only the hard-hitting stuff. Yes. On this podcast. Again, we're educational podcasts. We keep trying to tell you people this. This is educational. Um, So, yeah. So, now that teams, uh, players are reporting to their teams and the drafts are over and preseason has officially begun, um, expect, you know, this sort of thing to happen a little more quickly. You'll see more trades. You'll see more signings more players retiring or whatever this is the the silly part of the off season and uh it's kind of the fun part mm-hmm. before the season starts it can be the fun part i'm waiting for that fun part to kick in i know yeah i know you're, not, you're not having now. fun generally speaking mac with with mls off season so far hey oh Welcome to the Kit Ham Stadium Podcast with your host, Mark Inkley. That's me. Welcome to the Kitten Stadium Podcast. I'm your host, Mark. Joining me this joining me this week would be uh, Duncan. Spanish kitten said meow. Uh Kristen. Meow. And super special guest, James. Marco. That's that's fantastic. First up, uh, first up on uh, the review would be the DC United uh, home kit. Now, uh, for those of you who don't have the video podcast, shame on you. Mm, no. Uh, let's see. So uh, it's a bit like Columbus in the fact, in the sense that it is black with black because you know, hmm. 
Uh, let's see. Black. You want a little yeah. bit of contrast in your jersey. Yeah, right? yeah. No, you, you really want the provides, black with the black to stand out. Depth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I prefer the black over the black, but that's just me. Yeah, I like the black under the black, yeah. but that's yeah, yeah. Teach their own. I, I think I think you can you can easily split the room with this. Uh, so you've got black and other black horizontal uh, striping along the chest. Uh, the uh, black cuffs with uh, other black uh, on the on the trim of the cuff. Uh, ringer collar with two buttons. I don't know if you, is there not a good image here with that. No, uh, but they're there. I assure you, they're right around there. Uh, let's see. Uh, on the back, he's got the latitude, latitude and longitude of uh, longitude. Yeah. Of uh, new stadium, old stadium. I don't care. Okay. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going on Google Maps to find out. I'm sorry. It wasn't. Wasn't. It wasn't. I don't care to you. It's. I don't care. This is dumb. But everybody yeah. seems to do this because it's like these coordinates are super unique to every club. Yeah. Like you know the badge and the colors. You um, remember the Canada jersey a couple of years ago where they had the sound. The wave. sound wave. Yeah. See that mm. was that That's was awesome. clever. That was a unique piece. I would. I would have liked it more than just a little tag. Over there. But. Still, somebody thought outside the box on that one. Full marks to him. Uh, let's see. The jock tag has got jurisdiction of the United States what? on one part, and it's got 1972. 1792. Which, 1792. Thank that, you. That says 179 squared. Uh, or, so, yeah, if you look at it like that, that's true. That The two, because it's doing a, a forced perspective, the two look smaller, which then does look like a square. But I, the way I'm looking at it is that it leads me to facetiously believe that DC United is celebrating their 226 years of club. So congratulations! Yeah, yeah. wow, it's fantastic. Yep. Uh, way to, the, way trail, to stick it out. Trailblazers. Yeah. yeah. Other than yeah. that, the uh, the Adidas stripes on the shoulders uh, from, are black with black, of course, that go from the collar to the top of the sleeve. Mm. And uh, but my favorite part of the whole kit, which is not not much, but it's some, is the socks where it's got uh, the uh, flag of DC on it and. Yeah, it's that's a, what it's, that is. It's a, Those it's are a, some solid socks. It's a solid flag, so that's it, a nice, uh, nice usage of it. Is there. that the actual flag? It's generally black with it's like white, orange, white with red. Is the flag? Oh, but so that's not the flag at all, then. It, no, no, it's, it's flag based. It's a facsimile of mm. the flag. Sure, it's representative. A representation inspired by. Yeah. What What do the stars and the stripes uh, stand for? Uh, the stripes stand for the rivers. Oh, oh yes. And the star. I don't know. I'm making that shit. Stars up. are the three branches of the government. Plausible. We'll go with that one. Just run with that. Yeah. No, that's uh, well done, Kristen. That's why we have you on. It's your expertise in in all things vexillology from a from a from a civic standpoint. Uh, next on offer, and the other one on offer would be the uh, uh, LA Galaxy familiar. home kit. Yes, it does. Yeah. It does. Basically, you'd swear you've seen it before. Yeah. I, I would. But mm. No, it's sli- it's slightly different. It's slightly different. <laughs> slightly different. But completely different. Is there I a mean, new hat? Uh, hat would be, that would be sweet. That would uh, be a bold venture. Yes, it yeah. would. I would be all for that. So uh, it's your standard white kit with uh, navy trim with a big navy sash. And, and along the sash, you've got little gold trim around the sash, but there's a white gap between it. It looks like a much cleaner version than ones that you've similarly seen, but not okay. quite. Not, mm. it's, di- it's different, guys. Uh, same stupid uh, sponsor. Nice uh, multi-level marketing on that. Uh, let's see. Uh, thin navy trim along the cuffs, white cuffs. Uh, stripes are along the same position uh, uh, at the collar to the top of the sleeve. They're in navy as well. Um, the jock tag uh, reads, uh, this is L.A. But, uh, no, as, it doesn't. As, well, as, as one person so kindly uh, pointed out, um, I don't oh. know if you can see it, but... It does. It, oh. it looks like uh, this Lisa. 
because the L I S A came from. I saw people tweeting yes. about Lisa, and I was like, so, Simpsons? What? So, what? Yeah, so this is L A. So, for those, again, L-A-S-A. not those of for those of you who didn't oh, spring gee, to the video. Is, is there a little gold? Yes, thing? there, there is, is an IS. I can't really see that from yeah, over here. I realize it just I'm, looks like I've a zoomed it out, zoomed it in, and it's still tiny as fair. Yeah, that, that's shit. So, um, but yeah, so uh, sure you could read it as this is LA, but they put the is in small letters in between the L and the A, thus this Lisa. Mm. So that is brilliant, if not garbage. Um, and uh, let's see, otherwise uh, it's pff, not much else to say about it, uh, of course. Let's see. Reset. Um, yeah, there's not not much else to it. There's nothing. Doesn't seem to be anything in the in the back of the yeah the obligatory uh, hang ten uh, hand gesture. Yeah, I don't, I'm not even sure who that dude is. Maybe legit. Le- I was gonna say, legit. is that legit? Is it legit? Oh, that is him. Too legit to. Quit. Thank you, yeah, thank you. I was waiting for somebody to jump in there. Let get ready, ready. Let get ready, ready. Let get ready to rumble. Fantastic <laughs> little anthem deck yeah. for for you all there. Right? Yeah, yeah, because that's the thing. So um, I don't know who that is. I know who that is, but I don't I don't know that. Okay, uh, terrible. But you know, uh, yeah. so I mean, not that they're not that. From what you guys have seen so far, this is like I think the fourth or fifth one I've shown. Yeah, uh, it's pretty slim pickings, but this is by far and away my favorite. And that's a low hanging fruit. So yeah. uh, that being said, I, mean, uh, I like. You know, mm-hmm. I like the I like the sash. Uh, that, that's a good thing. But yeah, it is. We've we've seen this before. It's not different enough. I I, I personally want to would like to use this platform because you know, so many people listen. Uh, I, I would like to use this platform to lobby to the kit choosers uh, that be to uh, take this exact same kit and make the away kit the home kit from the pre Becamero. It was gold and teal, and you'd have the best looking team in the league. Also, I really just want that to come back. Golden teal. Oh yeah, yeah. That's both hideous and awesome at the same time. <laughs> I love it. Uh, other than that, yeah. So that's 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 all we've got. I mean, still looking forward to seeing the new Toronto away, Montreal home, RSL home, Atlanta away, amongst the others. I feel like Philly. Yeah, there's a new Philly one coming. Uh, Philly, I feel like that was kind of teased. We, we saw some leaks. There were some leaks that emerged yeah. today. I, I'm, I'm, I'm only. They don't have the strength. You're waiting for the official, right? I'm waiting for. You can't review this leak stuff. You need, you need the real straight. Kids. Well, I've, I've Mark seen is it, a professional. I've seen it fall Stadium through. Podcaster. I've seen it fall through, right? Where, yeah. where it's some. You don't rely on thing. rumor. You need confirmation. I want to see the real freaking deal because otherwise, like, hey, look at this blurry photo. That how's that fair to the video podcast people? Exactly. That's very true. true. They, they, they pay that premium. I mean, I zoomed in that one photo which was a decent photo duncan couldn't see it how is the people who paid 10 bucks a month to see the video feed and they couldn't even they would never mm. been able to see it so no. so no. like it's 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 a quality control thing that's really what it is and, and mark, has, mark has high standards i respect your in- yeah his integrity integrity yeah. a little bit less but mostly quality control <laughs> so yeah so uh, uh other than that uh thank you all for joining uh this week's no, kitten no stadium news this week but, Cast. No, there's t- never stadium news on this. The this is bullshit. DC hasn't right? opened it yet. They're still mm. building the damn thing, and until mm. they put grass at uh, New England, who? That's it. There's nothing to talk about. So yeah, deal with it. This has been the Kit and Stadium Jesus podcast. <laughs> Fun part. Mm. <laughs>
Okay, well, before we move on to Toronto FC stuff, we are going to take a quick diversion to the Canadian women's national team. The U20s are off at the CONCACAF Championship, and by all accounts, doing very well, and those counts include today's drubbing of Haiti 4-0 to win their group and advance to the semifinals. Mm. Advance to the semifinals this Friday. So huzzah, they've been... Playing well, even I guess their their game against Trinidad and Tobago was uh, extra Concacaf goodness. So, if you I don't know if Canada Soccer still has that online. Um, they've been streaming the games via YouTube, so you can go back. I think you should be able to go back and watch them if you are of a mind. Uh, Jordan Heidema got uh, a hat trick during the Concacaf win over TNT. Sounded calamitous. It did. It sounded very intriguing. Um, so. That's maybe one to look at, and then no, I should. No, it's just I, I, I kind of want to go see what the hat trick looked like because one was a blown penalty. What, or no, what, no. The, the goalie went, hit her in the hands and then went right, right through and went in, and another one was off a corner and it, the goalie mishit it, but then it hit her and it ricocheted in the net like she didn't do anything except be there for it. Positioning and, is just is as it? important as the biggest shit show of a uh, of a hat trick since Justin Morrow's. Oi. <laughs> She's right there. Um, I didn't see no counting for the third care. goal. Apparently it wasn't that big of a deal. Or sorry, mm-hmm. or it wasn't that big of a calamity. But the fact that two of them were, so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so congratulations so far. Keep going. Good luck. Um, if you can, if you are able to watch the game on Friday, you know, again, Canada Soccer should be streaming that on YouTube, so. Yeah, so good, Herman. They don't need you. <laughs> <laughs> One other quick piece of CanCon news. Uh, Maxime Crepeau mm. signed to the Ottawa Fury from the Cheesemakers on a year-long loan. So maybe that means he'll actually get to play, which would be very exciting. Ottawa Fury to win the cup. Quite possibly he is now. I know. so good. It's, JDG, I, stop stacking the team, man. I, I, I kind of resent the fact that he is that good and he's just a backup. I just yeah. I, I want such big things for him. I really do. So, Agreed. So yeah, that I, I was. Uh, it's it's tough when you see, when you know that people have got talent and they're just bench fodder, or in his case, third down the line. I don't even know where he is in the in the Montreal pecking order, but we only saw him. We only saw him for what, like a couple. He's got some friendlies. Voyagers Cup experience against yeah. Toronto FC that'll come in handy next year. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, so I'm, I'm, I, I think this is a good thing. But I also do think, you know, I think it's interesting what uh, what Julian and the Fury are doing right now. So we shall see what happens. I love that band. Julian and the Fury? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like they're, they're they're fast and crunchy, but also melodic at the same time. Yeah. It's amazing, yeah, how they managed to balance the two things. Yeah. Sort of the definition of mid '80s East German punk. Yeah, that too. Time for some TFC talk. No, we're not 
It's not our usual TFC talk. It's just TFC time. So there's not a, really a ton to talk about, but preseason has officially begun. Players have had their first media day. Players are leaving. Players are staying and so on. First up, I guess the quote unquote big news, Liam Frazier. Welcome to the latest homegrown player. 16th Academy player to sign with the big club. Why couldn't he be the 69th player? I'm sorry. Hometown boy. Signs with the hometown club. He's a Toronto lad. I look Um, forward to him playing 60 minutes or less (laughs) in the first team this year. Um, Other than a hilarious reaction to the media today at Media Day, uh, of a rather saucy nature, um, really my question for him... um, and I don't know if this got asked today to Van. It wouldn't be asked to Frazier. But doesn't his addition to the first team add to an already crowded midfield? Well, yes. Yes, James Grossi. I was looking straight at you when I asked that. Um, I'll stand in for Greg and Thank answer you. this question. Um, yes, but at the same time, like if you look at who they've lost in this offseason, Cooper, you lost Cooper, you lost Benoit Sheru, you've lost Tsubasa Endo. Possibly, depending on how... Sebastian Endo's on trial, I'll have you know. Where's he trialing? (laughs) With TFC? With TFC for probably about two weeks. Mm. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's been fun. (laughs) We never really got to use that Captain Zubasa image. I know. As as much as we probably should have. I asked him about that once, about that TV show. And? He was named after it, apparently. That's no. his name. Yeah. Really? Why did you not share this information? <laughs> also, did you, with did you pull up the thing we, that I did that had him and that Captain Tsubasa and a TFC kid? No. I worked almost minutes on that. It looks fantastic. <laughs> it does look fantastic. Tweet at him. Tweet at him. He'll appreciate it. He's on Twitter? Yeah. All right, I'll do it. Stay tuned for tweets. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Yes, they have a, a rather full midfield, but I mean that's the nature of having a thirty-man squad. Is you're going to have a lot of midfielders. You know, is Liam going to be looked to to get significant minutes this year? Probably not. You know, he'll he'll probably be stepping into if we if we want to see Jay Chapman take steps forward this year in terms of which we do playing more minutes and and sort of looking more comfortable out there. Which which to be fair, he has from year to year. Um, you know, this is the next step in, in Liam's progression to becoming a professional. And, you know, when uh, around this time last year, I noticed that Liam had been training with the first team an awful lot during preseason. And so I asked Greg, you know, who, what, what was the deal there? What was, what was Liam's, what was the expectation from Liam last season? And Greg said then, and it was a little bit surprising that he was so straightforward that, you know, they were hoping to get Liam some first team minutes last year. And so I half expected to see him in the Voyager's Cup if the chance came about. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't that didn't happen. As everyone knows, Mitch Tainer was the only uh, non-TFC <laughs> rostered player to appear in the Mitch. Voyager's Cup last year. <laughs> Names their kid. What Mitch. a shame. Yeah. And so Liam, he's a young man. He's he's got a, a lot of talent. You know, Michael Bradley spoke about him today. Benoit Shaver spoke about him today, and and both spoke highly of sort of where he is at a very at a difficult position to learn for a young player he's he's shown very well for himself he's, he's ready to step up and play that Sergio Camargo role this year yeah. that's a thing sure it's the whole just curious just get, get signed and then never never see the pitch be the Camargo played for two a fair bit last year it's it's one of those things like he got his name called out at the thing 
Yes, that's very yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, much to the confusion of where I was standing. <laughs> much to the confusion of where everyone was oh, standing. Oh, okay, just wasn't sure if it was my pocket. Yeah. I was right on cue there. I knew exactly what was going on. Good. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. Yeah. Make it look good. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. Like, It seems to me like probably spending a lot of time at TFC2 as opposed to... Although he spent a lot of time there already, so I realize the whole point of signing him to the first team is to give him first team minutes, but... Well, I mean, first team minutes are going to be, when you have a team that's winning, first team minutes are going to be few and far between for these guys. It's, yeah. it's going to be really hard to break into this team, and that's one of the that's one of the shames of having a successful team is it was a lot easier to get young Canadian guys minutes when the team wasn't playing particularly well. Mm-hmm. You, could, you could make that decision lightly, whereas this is going to be a, a little bit more difficult, but... I mean, that's the nature of the beast. Are you still going to be Vanny? Sure. Are you still Vanny right now? Sure. Where do you get those pink shirts from? Well, I like, have cause, a... Because, <laughs> like, Mark's Work Warehouse doesn't carry them, and I don't even know where you start. I'll have a guy. I'll send you his info. Wicked. This guy's good. This guy's good. It's not an online thing, is it? I kind of want to try him first. All right. Talk to my guy. Talk all right. All right. Guy. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I like, All right. I like when Vanny's on the show. Yeah, now. you know, we try. Um, so anyway, so we'll welcome Liam Frazier. And, uh, it was a heck of an entrance. Yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so yes, today was the first official uh, player report, media day. Uh, they're back. They just had media day. It's like a month ago. I know. I just finished going over all the audio from that last one this week. So, I mean, we were due for another four-hour session. So, other than getting to meet Liam Fraser today, um, a lot of stuff was confirmed or informed about players leaving, players staying. Really, the most important one, as we've alluded to or talked about already through the show, is Armando Cooper. What? Oh. So, Vanny confirmed that he isn't with the club, won't be with the club. The Panini dream is over. It was more of an it's unlikely that he is to be with the club than a, he definitely won't be with the club. But the point. I, well, my only so question is, hope. Duncan, how are you doing with this news? It's, it's, it, it's been tough. It's been yeah. a tough day. I won't lie to you, Mark. I'm, I'm sorry. Someone, and James, the, give him a hug. This is, like this is right hug. up there when, when, you know... Good reassuring shoulder pat, we'll take that. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, this is right up there when like, Aaron Vinto let Chad Barrett go. I, Ooh, it's, wow. I had no idea yeah. he meant that much. Oh, my God. I should call Roz. I, uh, I didn't realize you were in such a dark place. I was just, gonna, I was concerned. Just I knew it was going to affect you negatively. I you're in a bad way. I'm, wow, dude, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, 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 is it really worth going to the games next year? Whoa. Wow. Wow. That's, that's I'm not sure. I know you were very much looking forward to him taking on the wilds of CONCACAF in Colorado in a few weeks. So. Yes. That, that, mm-hmm. I was looking I forward to seeing him in CONCACAF play. Yeah. Quite seriously. I was like, yes, now's your time to shine, Armando. But no. Now I'm worried about CONCACAF. <laughs> we don't have Armando. Maybe a little. Hmm. Um, he did some useful things, but overall... I liked him off the bench as a starter. No, no, nay, nay. I think I've said this before, probably several times here. Is sort probably. of um, yeah. I tend to repeat myself. You've heard it here four times. <laughs> but say it again. Instead of first, since instead we're saying of first, farewell. That's what that was. Um, you know, one of the one of the strengths of TFC over the last couple of years has been not just that much vaunted depth that we've all talked about, but it, the way that 
Vanny has a variety of options at his disposal. Something he's spoken about a lot before. And, you know, you look at the different guys that he can plug into that midfield, whether it's Osorio, whether it's Delgado, whether it's Chapman, whether it's Cooper, all of them give you slightly different looks. And sometimes you need a slightly different way of playing given the circumstances in a game. And so Armando, in the way that Armando could be very tricky to knock off the ball, very... Very, uh, he had he had a way of manipulating the pace of a game, shall we say that that was pretty advantageous <laughs> at times, and uh, you know heading pretty into Concacaf, yeah. that's something that uh, could have been useful. But I mean, that's the way it goes. Manipulating the pace of the game. Huh. He's a time wizard. Is basically what I'm saying. Uh, it's not a time lord. Is that, is that it's how, time wizard. Is that, is, that how, is that the official phrasing of it? Manipulating the pace. <laughs> Raph, make him. Make him do the kick. He's manipulating the pace. <laughs> You're in injury time. He's holding on to the ball. He's manipulating the pace. Come on, ref. That's a yellow card. Go on, manipulating the pace. Yes. He's been doing this for like the last ten minutes. Come on, ref. Well, at least they know what we're calling that's a, the show. That's a quality <laughs> pace manipulating there. Yes. By, the young, by the young Panamanian. Yeah. I'm under Cooper's. Oh, and happy birthday to yes. the young man who's manipulating the pace. I can't tell if you guys He's, are making uh, fun of me. Or no, no, no. I'm making fun of the beauty of the phrase. Honestly. That's... And welcome pa- to the show. Yeah. <laughs> pa- pace manipulation, 99 on FIFA. I'm under Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's magical. Uh, that's thanks for the, thanks for the show title. I needed that. All right. Well, those who will not get an opportunity to manipulate the pace with the team this year: uh, Brandon Aubrey, Sergio Carmago, oh. Ivan Dalsith, oh, who is no. apparently. Oh, Ivan. I know, and uh, Mark Pace. Yeah. That's not the type of pace manipulation we're talking no, about. No, no, it's not. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole other I mean, thing. Yeah, we're not even getting into that. That's a lifestyle. I, just, that's, yeah. I don't get it. Uh, like, you know, Big Ben Spencer is attending camp and likely to return. Oh. Um, Sabasa Endo has been invited on trial. So there is a, a tweet up with well, the... they've never the, seen him before. <laughs> the players. I mean, let's see so what the players, he can do. The, 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 the list yeah. of players waking the red, the, the 39 roster. men yeah, yeah. group that they're taking to camp in L.A., so there's, you know, all the TFC players, a bunch of TFC2 players. Mostly I'm like, half of them I'm like, who? Uh, but some of them are recognized, We should talk about good. some of those guys. Some of them are very impressive. Yeah, no, there's some one, of them. Read the name on the bottom of the list. Drew Shepard? No. Too far bottom. Too far bottom. Less bottom. Which? Fewer bottom. Did they post? Did Mid they, bottom. Did Sean we, Hundo? Did Waking the Red make their own graphic for this, or is it the actual one? I have no out? idea. I'm doing single Anyways, favorites. included in, in the group is one TFC Academy player? I'm not even sure if he's with TFC3. Oh, uh, Dante. No, Dante, Dante, I expected to be there. Tariq Mohammed. He was apparently the youngest oh, player. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I forgot the Tariq was going. Yeah, so the one Academy kid. Yeah. Um, but for Subasa Endo, it says next to his name, Trialist. <laughs> like, he was. Like. They, you, like just trying to get to know him, you know, see what he likes. But yeah. he's been. Yeah. Like, it seems mean. It really does. Talking, you've you've you followed the footballs <laughs> sometimes for, for a chunk of your life. Yes. Now I've heard of trialists. You know, mm-hmm. I've heard of you know players going to another club to trial. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of a player who's been with the club, hasn't ele- officially left the club and gone somewhere else <laughs> to be trialed at the place where he's still under? Like, like is that a, is that a thing? Because that's a new um, that's a new chapter of the MLS rulebook. That's would it seems offensive. very odd. Would it have been better if they had referred to him as an unnamed trialist, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Perhaps. Uh, only, yeah. only if it ever became named, it would be embarrassing. More like, but, embarrassing. But, 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 yeah. named? That's Subasarendo. You racist. What, are you saying all Asians look the same? That's an entirely <laughs> different person. Whose name we're not going to tell you, but not Subasarendo. Racist. <laughs> Yeah, It'll work. So we're going to sign your new contract, Tsubasa, but you have to change your name to Timmy. <laughs> Timmy! <laughs> Timmy Edwards. Lord, you're going to be Timmy Edwards now. Anyway, and it's just... And your family's from Wisconsin. Like, it doesn't sound as though he's got any future with the club, so I just... I think Vanny said this today, is that um, they're sort of in a position where, given the constraints of the cap and given the constraints of the roster rules, they have to make decisions. They can't quite finalize what decisions they can make until they get other pieces moved in, if you understand what I mean. Like, that's part of why Zavaleta hasn't been signed. Well, but apparently he's going to be signed at any moment. It's just a formality. It's just a formality. I think what that means is that depending on... You have a little bit of flexibility on your roster depending on how things work out, who comes in, who goes out sort of thing and so Subasso's in that same gray territory where if they can make it work I suspect they would like to keep him here but that will depend on how other pieces fall so, is, so is this where the trial comes in basically what he's trialing is you know it, it's him he's trialing for Eric Zavaleta really it's like hey Eric you, know, you you might get 100 grand this year but how about instead you get like 70 and then they can use that 30 for me come on Eric huh huh I mean hmm? Something like that. I'm not going to rule out the possibility, but mm. uh, I don't think that was the intention. Yes, it. says James Grossi. <laughs> I was thinking maybe this is why that uh, they're still in talks with Jason Hernandez. Jason's another guy, oh, too, who, right. who I think they would like to have him back. It's just about how is it going to work out given the numbers and the constraints on the roster spaces. There was some talk of, you know, how every, every year we hear about some player in the U.S. getting a speedy green card that takes them out of an international spot. Yeah. Um, you know, this will be Subasa's third year here in Toronto. When can he apply for residency and does that give him domestic status? Two more years. It's five years. There's no speeding that up. I feel like the CSA have sped things up in the past at least once. I would say Alfonso Davis, I could be wrong. Mm. None of us are particularly experts on this. Patrick, that had to do with like his one of his playing, playing for Canada rather than no yeah, no no no. But didn't that have to, to do with like a grandparent it. or I something? Have no idea. In terms of someone who has, I think you have to be here. Anyway. Yeah. Um. All right. Moving on. Good luck, Sabasa. Mm. We will miss you. We will miss you. Yeah, exactly. I quite like Sabasa. I think he's he's got something to offer. We will we will miss your dinners with Benoit Cheru and and the and and the documentation of their those said dinners. Oh, yes. to be a fly on that wall. I know. <laughs> what are you guys talking about? <laughs> I, I I figure I figure he, he must like Sebastian must need to take a long sleep for the knowledge that he just that he's been absorbs. Um, I actually I was working on a piece on Sebastian last year that I never actually got around to running. Because uh, it didn't seem to fit with the playoff. You, you've apparently got two weeks. I know, I know. Well, I could always bring it back later on and just be like, remember when. Mm. Uh, but I spoke to Subasa sort of about, you know, having to bide his time and having to... He's, he seems to be the... He's one of the first ones on the field every day, and he's one of the last ones off. And if you stick around at training, you'll see him out there with uh, Nick, Nick Tesloff, who's one of the assistant coaches who doesn't speak a whole lot. Uh, just working on little things and working on little bits like, of tactics. Is it mute? No, no, no. He's just, he's, um, <laughs> that's how I interpret it. 
For those of you who are not paying for the video podcast this week, James doesn't know how to re- just respond to it. I'm just going to power through that. Good call. Yeah. Good call. That's what I usually do. You just, just, just keep going. Yeah. You've got a tilde. You don't need to take that shit. <laughs> This is the last time James Grossi ever appears on the Pokemon Minority. <laughs> he was really good yeah, on here. Yeah. Uh, so I talked to Nick sort of about what they're working on. It's just little little bits of technique and, and stuff like that. And, you know, Nick had a, has had a very interesting career. He was at Bayern Munich with Jurgen Klinsmann back in the day. And so he was telling me stories about, you know, a couple of years ago, the young guy that was sticking around the pitch that was sort of out of the first team and, and sort of, not sure where his place was going to be was uh, Tony Cruz, and he was doing that same sort of thing with him, right. where just just working on little things, developing his game, biding his time for when he does get that chance, and so we'll see. All right, okay, a couple more things. Uh, Chris Mavinga. So earlier on this week, last week, through some tweets and Twitter translation. He's going to Montreal, <gasps> or leaving T- or leaving Toronto, and um, it looked like he'd removed Toronto from his social media stuff. And then, yes, he was having chats, chatty conversations with uh, cheesemaker supporters, and of course, because TFC fans, because we have nothing else to talk about these days, we're very concerned. And you know, not necessarily, you know, Armando Cooper removed Toronto FC from his Twitter information and so on, and he's leaving. So, who's to say that Mavingo is not doing the same? Although, seemed very happy here. Anyway, everything's fine. He's back. He's happy and apparently rather amused by the uh, controversy that he accidentally stirred up. Oh, it was pretty funny. James Grossi, what did he say? What did he say today? Um, He just sort of laughed it off as sort of... uh, I I sort of caught the whole stromash with one eye. And I never could quite figure out what everyone was freaking out about. It's his favorite word. Stromash. He actually used it in a piece last year, too. It's a good word. It is a good word. Mm. Um, And so he he quickly shot it down. The next day he was tweeting about something, and then he was sitting in traffic in Paris on Instagram. So they put Allen Road, yeah. the Allen Road traffic, which has never been said ever in the history of ever. And to me, like, my big takeaway with this was, just sort of how desperate all the Toronto fans were for something to talk about, given how quiet it had well, been. As I for said, a you know, weeks. we need it. Would have been a great time to release boring, a new kit. Boring. I'm just saying. Toronto. That's true. Smoke screen. I would have been all over that. You know. Sorry, sorry, Mr. Mavinga, but screw that guy. Look at this thing. It's white with white. <laughs> I'm predicting. I have no hmm. idea. Bill wouldn't show me. Spills beer and he can't even hook me, hook a brother up. I mean. Sorry, what were we talking about? Just ungrateful. Bitter. Yeah, just bitter. All right. Uh, Thanks. Man. I'm thinking it's blue on blue, sort of like a double blue thing that uh, would would really really work well for for TFC fans. Uh, I'll allow it. Yeah, I'm okay with this. Little, uh, sort of Montreal sort of color blue, but then some other blue in there as well. And, uh, <laughs> some other blue. Yeah. Just, it, I think the white caps blue. have done it it's, first, but yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I like it. Uh, Jason Bent uh, joins the first team as a coach. Oh, hey. Good. Not leaving the organization, apparently. <laughs> Joining the first team as a coach. We do not know who's taking over for TFC2, but that's good news. I think that's exciting news. I, I like Jason Bent, and I think that's good for him. Hopefully good for the club. Hopefully that means he does stick around for longer than a year. Benoit Sheru, or is Sheru starting lower? Sheru would start lower. 
I would imagine if anything they would elevate Danny, but I think this is all sort of to be to determined. be determined. Yeah. This wasn't supposed to be revealed today. <gasps> Greg let it slip. Why'd you oh wait, you're not doing the Greg thing anymore? No, no, no. All right, never mind. No. Sorry, I was gonna put you on the spot. <laughs> I got so comfortable with that. I was just so your relaxed. Shirt, your shirt knowledge just I had me mesmerized. Shirt game is strong, just, yeah, it's true. I had I had I had to check. Just if I were check. to analyze, you know, it had been a couple of weeks since he had been up there in front of the media, mm-hmm. and you know, he's he was enjoying himself, and he's sort of forgot where he was, and, and there went a little he's, further than he he's still in preseason performance. Yeah. Can't be well you can't players, be sharp yeah. all year round, you know. True. You got to sort of let mm-hmm. your got to sort of let your hair down a little bit for a couple of weeks, and then you know, build that back up while you're in LA. Deal with some of that out of town media, sort of build your skin back you up, go. and then you know he'll come back polished and ready for the season to start when yeah. the time comes. All right. Well, one more thing. Actually, two more things. Um, signing rumor: Gregory Vanderwell, right back from Paris Saint Germain. Oh, ooh la la! Ooh la la! Indeed. Oh, the second best team in Paris. Uh, was this discussed Red at all Star. today, Mr. Gross? No, it did not come up. What? In specific reference to Vanderbilt. There was some talk of positions that they would like to strengthen. Well, that's one of them. The emphasis was he on right the right side. It didn't. Right back was not specified. The right side was uh, emphasized. Mm. But so was every other position except for goalkeeper, and then goalkeeper was emphasized as well. So Greg sort of. It's basically everything. Yeah, just keeping piece. us, keeping us guessing. We have one of the best teams so we got in the, the league. But like, goalkeeper. We need we need a number one and a number say, two and a number three and a number four and a number five. Goalkeeper. And so on and so forth. Uh, like but Greg, you know, Greg was asked to look forward and see sort of you know it's been a relatively slow off season, which is something we saw last year as well. And, uh, you know, if he it was a bit of a speculative request, but, you know, if he had his way, they'd be looking at adding two or three more strong pieces to the side, which I think is what we saw them do last year. Sure, sure. And then I did see him saying, but they're not rushing things. And my the, the first reaction I think I saw on Twitter was, you know, we have CONCACAF games, right? <laughs> well, I would put it this way. If you if you are going into those CONCACAF games and you're relying on a player that you're going to be bringing in now, then right, that's you've, crazy already, you've already put yourself behind the eight ball. So, I mean... And I don't, it, this is Colorado, It's people. true. You can we have to have our best slightly. team. And they have been mining the depths of the uh, New Zealand talent pool. So, I mean, like they're going to be a whole different they're side a force. this year. Mm. They're a force. All right, one last thing before we move from TFC to TFC 2 to end our show. Uh, it's a goodbye to, a, to an old friend. Um... Farewell to the K2G. No more champagne wishes and caviar dreams as BMO becomes the official sponsor of the Academy. Of the BTG. And the training facility. Doesn't sound the same. No, it's not as as prestigious. It's like... Disappointing. Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice? BTG, Beetlejuice, I don't know. Anyway, so yes. Farewell, KTG. We hardly knew you. We hardly knew you. We hardly summoned there. Mm. Yes. Mm. Put on the telly. To the BBC. This is 
will ya make me take all right well speaking of tfc2 then um the schedule for the young reds has been released and don't forget tickets for the kids are included in this year's uh season ticket holder package who are they now? I didn't catch that. <laughs> they told us that. I, I knew. I knew they should have mentioned it a couple more times. Yeah, I just. Uh, mm-hmm. I just thought you know what this was new information, so I wanted to make sure pre- that you, know you and that. our listeners knew. Um, and uh, there's possibility for a few double headers on the schedule, which I think there's at least six dates where it's possible. I, they but probably won't them, do that many. One that of them Wednesday was a one Wednesday, so. is not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not going to happen. Actually, I had a they thought. do it before or after? Because if could, it's an eight o'clock kickoff, they you have pull it off. school day matches every once in a while where they invite children from like, all right that's true that's true so, i mean you could have a 1 30 in the afternoon a noon kickoff sort of thing and then yeah. feed into the surely school senior. days is exactly the wrong time to be inviting school kids along it's surely like they would be in trip. school no 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 they get out of Dunking school on education outrageous yeah. <laughs> when well, you were a young where's lad. the educational factor in going to a soccer game like, come on learn about tam mm. yes there you go there, um there will be math <laughs> so really the only question um, is where the games will be played, whether it'll be BMO or Lamport. Uh, my understanding at the moment is that the plan is a mix of both with the majority of the games to be played at BMO Field, a handful at Lamport, but also there is a rumor that there might be some games played in Rochester. James, do you know anything about this and you can share? What? He's like, he's like, I'm not saying a fucking thing. Is that ferry still running? Can, can, no, the H2O, the H2O did not survive the year. There is some sort of hippo bus that goes into the water, I'm told. Yeah, but does it go that far? No, so. probably yeah. not. Probably not. Because that would um, be one annoying party bus. <laughs> I, too, was aware of this possibility. We saw some, there was some rumblings about it. Yeah, I've that. seen some things here and there. I've sort of looked into it, but there's nothing, nothing to say at this moment, I'm afraid. Okay. I'm still on the raging TFC tours. Well, the still Rhinos. Why boat on this one? I don't understand. Why? Why Rochester? I don't understand yeah. either. Well, the reason is that the Rochester Raging Rhinos, as they used to be known, are on a hiatus this year. Oh, that I did not realize. And in order for them to keep their lease on the stadium, should they wish to return in 2019, uh, so they, they bought a couple games. Be, so TFC two are doing them a solid, is what so, you're saying. Fair. All right, let them have it. I'm saying that's that's all of the information that has been all right. presented. That's far. good. All right. Well, with the change in location, with TFC2 no longer playing at the Ontario Soccer Center in the middle of nowhere. Um, hi, Ontario Soccer Center. Hi, Ontario Soccer people. The, the subway goes up there now. How so, I mean, and, and then, you can and get then when there you, within like an hour and a half. It's great. That's amazing. I can get and, to my parents in Peterborough in an hour and a half, too. And that's get fantastic. Off, and when you get off the subway, is it like three blocks or is it four blocks from the Ontario Center? It's possibly walkable. What, possibly, possibly walkable? walkable. <laughs> so five blocks is what you're saying? I mean, the I haven't blocks checked. Are, the blocks are pretty big up there, so it's sort of mm-hmm. hard. So it's like not like We're not talking city this blocks. Is, this is absurd. Yeah. All right. Will the change in location mean you attend more TFC2 games this year? As yes. in, will you actually attend TFC2 games this year I, to it, the other non-James part of the panel? I, um, oh, I take a... As a, as a non-James, <laughs> I, I resent that. Yes. Uh, it would make me more likely to attend. Free I, I, tickets, locations right there. like Easy mm-hmm. access from the subway and streetcar lines. Not really from the subway, but you know, the Austin bus. Sure. Yeah, 
Well, at least at least the crowd waiting to I get on the subway or the streetcar or the bus or the go train won't be annoying. So True. There's that. There's that plus. Yeah. Um, I I will say I will say yes. There's this, there's an increased likelihood. I mean, the double headers definitely do appeal to me because I've I I stuck around for the one double header, uh, and that was delightful to be in an empty stadium where if you were to yell something you know damn well that they heard you but um yeah it was it was it was i mean that was kind of charming but in the sense of like say a game just independent of you know there is no they're not closing the set type thing um i don't it'll depend on schedule and all that but i i certainly wouldn't rule it out compared to uh being nine blocks away from the subway stop up at uh, the Ontario Soccer Center. I mean, that's nine blocks as far, dude. Yes. But, um... And those are Vaughn blocks we're talking. Oh, so like 12. Why don't you just say 12 blocks? (laughs) Anyway, regardless. Yeah, it's... It's it's a lot more accessible for me as somebody who doesn't live in the city to do that, so... Well, well, whether it's at BMO or Lamport alter your decision at all considering they're basically next door to one another I like the idea that somebody actually might be like I'm not going to Lamport it's too far like, well it's also the 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 seating is not quite as it's salubrious I know yes that's that is an excellent word Mr. Duncan Fletcher you've already got a title done you should say that does Lamport have a canopy they got those tents at the end where the rugby has the beer. Yeah. I was say, can you still count? bring your own beer into Lamport, or do they sell beer there? I'm not now? sure that you could ever bring your own beer into Lamport. I mean, I have speaking. never done that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's good to know. Kristen really liked the blizzard from back in those days. <laughs> when you were three, getting pissed up in the south, <laughs> in, the, in the south end. Yeah, that was good. Actually, it's west. No, on those few rare occasions when the... The kids used to play. I swear, really? Yeah, okay. Anyway. I will say this. Um, much though those games were very much ignored last year by a large percentage of Toronto FC fans, um, Fair. there were a lot of strong moments and some very good soccer played there. Even if you're not too much into seeing you know, the future of Toronto FC, which I would always recommend that people take the time to check out and familiarize yourself with. If you had been watching TFC2 for the past three years... You know, you would have seen Raheem Edwards yeah. grow. You would have seen Liam Fraser play some 40 or 50 games. And so, I mean, there's always value in that for people that are really, you know, committed and interested in this sort of thing. But also, you know, USL has grown quite a bit in the time that I've been paying attention to it. And every once in a while, you'll see a name pop up, like Joe Cole was playing in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Didier Drug was playing in uh, Phoenix. Phoenix, along with Sean Wright Phillips and uh, I believe it's Omar Bravo and... You know, so there's some there's some you know football history nostalgia there for you if if that's your thing. There's a lot of a lot of guys that you sort of you know you hear their name at the draft and you wonder where they ended up and you know a couple of years later it turns out they're they're playing in USL and some of them come back to MLS. So I mean it's it's a it's going to be a proving ground and I think it's going to be more and more important as the draft. You know, we were speaking before about how the draft is less impactful. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of guys who were in the draft or who would have gone through the draft end up in USL and develop themselves there and then see where it takes them. I think Chris Weehan was a rookie last year in USL and he led the league in assists and I, I'm pretty sure he signed on somewhere here. For some reason, I feel like it was Salt Lake, but I might be mistaken on that. So, I mean, 
it's always worth it if you got some time. I'm I'm mostly intrigued by the non feeder teams. Yeah. Because just just because they minor any kind of reserve team, minor team, whether it's Yeah, we had any, this we had your Bulldogs conversation one of the last times I was on here. But like any any yeah, like like I I have strong opinions against like if you love the sport, I get go. You know, under, I understand why you'd go. That's fine. But as far as, like, they're not designed to win. They're designed to get better. Whereas Cincinnati, it's designed to win. Mm-hmm. And I would be curious, and if anything, not to say that I'm, I'm not crapping on TFC2 by any stretch, but it would be fascinating because there's not a lot of leagues where you have an opportunity to see a team that's just there for development versus a team that's there to win. And that's an interesting game to watch. So, yeah, I think those those games that where it's not a feeder team versus a feeder team, I'm more I'm less inclined to see that than say, Indy, Cincinnati. I don't know. I guess Charleston is they're still independent, but uh, yeah, yeah, that that kind of fascinates me. No, I I look for, like because I you know I remember when the kids played at BMO and at Lamport and. That was when I, I went to I will never forget Adrian Cannon yelling at Chris Manella Chris, I know. Game. Chris. Oh, my God. Chris. 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 That whole game was hilarious. Yeah. I actually did a few. <laughs> back in the day, I did match reports on some of those games just because, you know, I got to go to them, and it was it was kind of fun. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait to get to, to watch them more often, like, live. Um, not that I didn't try to watch them via YouTube occasionally. I did. Not as often as I should have, perhaps, James. Well, you did um, read my match reports religiously, did you not? Yes, James. I read every word you write all the time. Is the first thing I do every day is look to see if you've published something new. Oh, Jesus Christ! I don't. I'm just. It's not. It's not a slight. It's just I don't. And and I've already embarrassed myself with that knowledge once before. <laughs> when you had, I forget what it was, but it was brilliant. I'm like, why didn't you say something? The two Gregs. The two Gregs. The two Gregs. Yeah. Why didn't you say something? I did. Oh well. Good night. You know, like it's. I had to give you a bit of a hard time. No, deserved. <laughs> Dessert. I got a bit of a hard time last week. I wasn't even here. That happens sometimes. Though. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I did also deserved it too. I'm gonna be fair. Still didn't see any pictures from that vacation. I'm just saying. <laughs> you want to see a picture from a Target? <laughs> I don't know. Was it a good Target? No, not really. Well, then not probably really. not. Wait, there are good targets and bad targets. I don't know what your what what your what your classification. <laughs> I'm not sure was. where we're going with this. Uh, I need an adult. Full one versus an empty one. Well, we've seen what happened to that. So anyway, um, yeah. So no, I think it'll be good, and I think it's good that they did include the tickets. You know, you're gonna move them. You got to get butts in the seats. Yeah, uh, you need to get interest back in this again. So, well, and two's gonna have a. It's gonna be a very interesting roster this year. If you if you look over the aforementioned camp. Yeah. List that they have there. There are a lot of young guys. You know, we're talking 16, 17 that they have high hopes of in the future. And so, you know, we're going to see a lot of them next year with TFC2. And then who knows? Maybe one of them will be ready to make his debut in the Voyagers Cup this year. And then we might be seeing some more homegrown signs in the near future. Which is always a good thing. So, again, this is the end of our show. Oh, hey, it's the end of the show. <laughs> I, I thought the show was already over. Oh, well, we, well, I didn't, didn't do we the official sign-offs but... and everything. Right. Uh, 
All right. That has been our show. I have been joined by two of our usual panelists plus our super subs. So to be found on the Twitters at Duncan D. Fletcher, Mr. Duncan Fletcher. Yar. Out there in the Twitterverse at Grossi, Mr. James Grossi. No comment. <laughs> on the tweet machine, Mr. Mark Hinckley at Kidner Mark with a K, not a Q. Nice. As for me, you can find me on the entire internet at KZ Knowles. I've been your host, Kristen Knowles, and until next week, Toronto, arr, get used to it. You're manipulating the pace, Kristen. I saw what you're doing. Shit. Do I have a little bit on all the draft picks? We talked to Kubel today. I talked to just Kubel today, right? Yeah, just Kubel. I didn't talk to Io today. Google? Kubel. Kubel. Uh, okay, okay, Kubel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! You don't play fucking soccer, do you? Oh. <laughs> don't make her upset. When it said, oh, it sounded like it picked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then no, in to the mix. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, it totally did. It was. Really I don't know weird. how the fuck it did that. Everything's <laughs> wired. I don't understand was very, AI, very quiet, man. but oh, was right in there. It's all about the AI. Oh, shit. It connected to my phone. Did it really? It's yeah. connected to mine. It shouldn't be connected to yours. What? A device on your Wi-Fi is casting. Oh, because you're on my Wi-Fi. Right. right. Well, that shit stops right now. <laughs> Do you want me just to unplug it? No, 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 no. It's just like, how the fuck did it... Because I'm wearing, like, over-the-ear headphones. Right. How did I hear... Oh. Like, what? You didn't say it. <laughs> you didn't say it. <laughs> and you sure as hell... Did, well, it doesn't sound like you anyway. <laughs> you could have said it, but it wasn't, wasn't you. Oh. No. Not the same. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I don't understand. Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> this has been the BMP plays with Christian's Google Home Mini. All people learn technology. <laughs> and thus concludes media embarrassment story time. That's probably a game for the players, really. It's you know, <laughs> to keep the media off balance. Yeah. Which who 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 do they freak out today? This week on TFC, fuck with James. <laughs> Jamar! I'm going to tell you something that you're going to repeat it to Michael Bradley, and this is going to go horribly wrong. Drew is sitting in the corner with his fingers tended. Yeah. <laughs> to managing a team that's where everyone's pretty much above you. Mark Hinckley. If you guys are serious about doing that whole coming down to Hamilton and trolling the trolling Hamilton <laughs> you're called unattached FC <laughs> that's yes I like it fucking co-op that shit take it make it your own and it becomes even more hilarious that unattached FC has supporters because they have no club <laughs>
I like it. I like it. For, yeah, players with no club and attached. Yeah. Supporters with no club and attached. Yeah. No. Scars have to be beige. I chickened out of asking Josie um, what kind of good stuff they had cooking up for us in the lab. <laughs> well, why not? <laughs> I don't have that kind he of relationship. He parrots that stuff all over the place. Like, you might as well. <laughs> he loves it. I don't have that kind of relationship with him yet. So. Well, if they ever give us a media badge, and of course, some one of us goes up there, we'd ask that question. <laughs> I know, I know. That's true. <laughs> you guys have balls. Uh, uh, that's the, what it is. For the record, when you said Greg says he's looking for three solid pieces, I wanted to desperately jump in and go, yeah, because in Philadelphia, that guy, he says he wants one solid piece, two meh pieces. <laughs> <laughs> I love, like, profound statements. Like, oh, he wants three solid pieces. Like, there's, like, you, you want, has anybody ever said, I'm looking for two shit guys. Just two shit boxes just to I'll fill out you. the bench. Yeah. You know, we're so good. We're just going to, we're just going to go pillage. <laughs> the NPSL, the, the third division. We're gonna go to Detroit City, shout out, and we're gonna just we're just gonna pluck any two of those guys. They, they could go play for us. Well, yeah. I think the distinction, the the a more specific way of making the distinction would be they want to have two or three guys that can contribute to the starting team. Oh, no, no, I get that. Yeah. It was just it was just like, has anybody ever said the opposite? Is what is. We just want some warm bodies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> some, you know. Somebody cheap. You know. Exactly. It's like, you know, we've gone through TFC 3, and they are too good to be the Kaiga guys we're looking for. So and until TFC 4 shows up, we're just <laughs> going to go find somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> roster rules say we have to have somebody, so heck. Yeah. yeah. I think you still yeah. get a benefit from not filling all of your roster spots. Oh, really? Yeah, There's there was... I'm not sure if it's still in effect, but a couple of years ago, you used to be able to... I think if you only used 18 of your first 20 spaces, you would get some salary money back or something like that. That mm-hmm. sounds anti-union. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. A bit, no. Did we say unattached SC? It's like unattached supporters club? Rather than oh, I see where you're going with that. Untouched FC? Then people might think we're going for a soccer club. Actually, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. And you know how the scars look like in like the that like the nineties, like really block letters mm. that every club had. That's what they should look like. Malleable, so they can be turned into whichever club they actually. No, I wasn't gonna go that far. That's pretty Lots hardcore. Of, like question marks and. Yeah, instead of like you know, you'll never walk alone. Like question mark, question mark, question mark. You know, where instead the of having go. a logo, just put like a dashed box where the logo would. <laughs> <laughs> One will be a shield, the other will be a circle. Just be flexible. We always walk alone. Knowles, <laughs> <laughs> and until next week, Toronto. Arr, get used to it. You're manipulating the pace, Chris. I saw what you're doing. You were supposed to notice. Pace manipulation. Damn, Not I'm off my game. Pace? No, 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 that's something else. <laughs> uh, okay. Try to get me arrested. <laughs> oh, he's legal, surely. <laughs> <laughs> I almost, I almost had stopped. I almost had stopped, but I got that. That's amazing. Excellent. Uh, uh, documented. <laughs>